Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. It is your host, Poonam, here with a very special guest. Shirley Macon Thomas, who is a dental hygienist, life and fitness coach with over 30 years of experience. And this is a Mother Day special podcast. We all know how much mothers do for their family. And sometimes they forget about themselves while taking care of everything else. So today we are going to talk about self-care and how each of us should take care of our own selves. So I'm saying the self-care, it's not only mothers who need self-care, we all need self-care. But as I said, we are doing a Mother Day special podcast. So I invited Shirley to share her wisdom with us. Welcome, Shirley. I'm looking forward to talking to you before I ask a few questions, please introduce yourself and tell us more about you and what are you doing currently. Hi, Poonam. It is so wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, Again, my name is Shirley. I'm a dental hygienist, life and fitness coach for over 30 years. I'm a wife, I'm a mother, sister, daughter, and I'm 53 years young and I just I coach other women how to have joy and energy in their um, second half of life or their second act. And I teach this with, um, you know, nutritional advice, just mental, um, how to stress relief tactics and things like that. Wow, that's fantastic. Even before I ask you detailed questions on this topic, I wanted to start with a very basic question. What is self-care and why is it important? Well, self-care refers to any deliberate action that an individual takes to improve their physical, mental, and emotional well-being. It involves taking responsibility for one's own health and making choices that prioritize and support personal wellness. You know, it's all about the choices that we make, right? So self-care activities can vary widely depending on an individual's needs and preferences, but they may also include practices such as exercise, meditation, journaling, healthy eating, that's key, getting enough sleep at least seven hours, spending time in nature that really helps to ground, um, socializing and connecting with loved ones, engaging in hobbies or creative pursuits and seeking support from mental health professionals or life coaches when needed. In essence, self-care is all about taking the time to prioritize and care for oneself, of course, physically and emotionally. 
in order to promote overall health and well-being. It is an important aspect of maintaining a healthy and balanced lifestyle and can help individuals manage stress, prevent burnout, and cultivate greater resilience and self-awareness. To name a few. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. Thanks, Shirley, for explaining in detail. And I can tell you from my experience that I did not take care of myself when kids were young and my plate was full. It was an overwhelming experience to be a working mom and not having that support system, you know, where I can leave my kids and take good care of myself because I was an immigrant, new to the country, new to job, became new mom and no support system. So anyway, I learned a lot. But what is your advice to mothers who are not able to take time out for themselves? Oh, this is a good one because I know there are many mothers out there that just say, I don't have time to, you know, spend an hour in the gym or do this or that. And that's fine. So what you can do in the meantime is something that's called nervous system regulation. That is the key for those that aren't able to take an hour or so for themselves. Simple, it could be super simple acts such as walking around the house or slow deep breaths. Like three slow deep breaths will really help to calm your nervous and regulate your nervous system. You can do essential oils, spend time with your pet. You could even sing or dance. Those are just a few quick ideas for nervous system regulation. Thanks again. Uh, you know, that's what exactly I do. You know, I am a working professional. Sometimes I have back to back meetings. So these three deep breaths, they really help me to align my energy and that context switching also, right? Like one meeting to another, one subject to another. So I love that. And I do spend time with my dog, taking him out for a morning walk as well as evening walk. That's part of my self-care. So I wanted to ask you another question. So I'm coming from a culture where I saw my mother as a giver and a pillar of support for the whole family. And I did not see her taking time out to do self-care. And I also thought, you know, self-care is selfish and I need to be there for my family without putting my needs first. And I know it was not the right mindset, but what are your thoughts on that? Poonam, I too came from a culture where I saw my mom doing the same. You know, she's a Filipino immigrant. She came here from the Philippines. And yes, she said she always just took care of us and not her. So. It is up to us to change the stories and the narratives around self-care being selfish. It's important for our spouses, children, other family members, friends, etc., to understand that self-care is important for our overall well-being. We will be able to show up more powerfully for our family if self-care practices are in place. I fully agree. That's what my learning was. If I am not happy, if I'm not taking care of myself, I cannot take care of my family and I cannot take care of my work. So I had to change the equation instead of, you know, work, 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 then taking care of family and forgetting myself. I said, no, first I need to take care of myself. 
then my family and then work. So it really helped me. So I wanted to ask you, what is your advice to your younger self? So my advice would be take care of your physical and mental health as soon as it's possible. Fortunately, I had an older sister. She happened to be 10 years older than me and she taught me how to exercise. I would do her um, workout videos with her when I was in my early teens. And she just also taught me about taking care of my skin, drinking water. And then my dad, he had me taking some like vitamin E and multivitamins when I was a child. So all of those practices I would definitely start for anyone listening. And I would also tell my younger self to be brave and have the hard conversations when necessary. Don't be afraid to speak your mind. Um, As long as you're coming from a good place, you know, with a good heart and good intentions, you should be fine. And most importantly, don't be a people pleaser. That's key. Absolutely. Be who you are. You know, if as I said, if you are not happy, you cannot make others happy. And no matter what you do, you cannot make everybody happy. Right. So it's a good idea to be first, like, you know, taking care of yourself. Wonderful. So what is your message for those teens who are listening to this podcast? How can they help their mother and encourage their mothers to make uh, self-care as a priority? any message oh definitely again it's something that you create as a family unit i say um check in with each other first of all before doing all of that just ask each other simply what maybe talk about your values talk about what's important to each individual and then from there you can navigate so plan dates with your mom It could be like a simple walk in the park. It could be if you guys have a gym membership together, go to the gym together. That's what my son and I, um, we still do that to this day. We have um, lunch and dinner dates. We, um, believe it or not, we get facials together, um, manicures and pedicures. And also we do from time to time have massages together. So everyone wins. So um, definitely check in with each other on a weekly basis to see how they're doing. Normalize, again, normalize asking each other what they need and want. Um, Again, my son is 29 years old and we have maintained a close relationship for all of these years, even through his teenage years. Um, The key was creating a safe space for open communication. And teamwork makes the dream work. I love it, Shirley. I know mothers have good intentions. They are wonderful. But sometimes, you know, mothers should not do certain things. So from your parenting experience, what would you say? Anything that mothers should not do? Well, let's see. There's a few things. First of all, um, what, what comes to mind is grace and compassion for yourself. You're doing the best you can. I know that. And, you know, remember, if you, quote unquote, lose it, grace and compassion, we're human, you know, we're humans and we're going to make mistakes sometimes. Don't shame ourselves. Don't shame them. That's the key. Don't make them wrong for doing a certain things. Talk about it instead of just telling them they were wrong and, you know, end of story. A lot of 
unfortunately, a lot of parents and mothers operate like that, like do what I say, no matter what, don't talk back. And I think that's where kids find that it's not a safe space to communicate. So then they end up hiding things and, you know, the rest is history. Yes, Charlie, even I would say in my parenting journey, I learned a lot. I had to rather unlearn a lot of things, you know, the criticism, comparison, the control. I'd rather I had to open communication channels, as you mentioned, give them that safe space, collaborate, the teamwork. Yes. And I was not a perfect mother, but I would say my kids helped me a lot to become a better mother. So I'm grateful for that journey. So anything else you would like to share before we uh, close off our today's conversation? Yes, I would highly suggest, again, I mentioned earlier, implementing practices that will bring you joy and increase your energy daily. Prioritize sleep, practice daily gratitude upon rising, hydrate, drink that water, you know, less soda and coffee, more water for sure movement exercise it could be stretching it could be walking it doesn't have to be you know gym every day um, eat whole foods mindfulness social connections definitely make mental health and stress management a priority my suggestion is just pick a few to start if you aren't currently practicing self-care Wow, so many wonderful advisors, Shirley. And as you said, you know, the journey starts with one first step, right? And it's a journey. We are not perfect. Every day will be different, but we need to take care of ourselves. That's the message I'm taking away. And you have given many good ideas, you know, having a date, lunch or dinner with your son or daughter, right? Even having some hobby classes together, maybe walk together in the nature. So thank you, thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing your wisdom. I really appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome, Poonam. Thank you so much for having me. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.